Hello everyone and welcome back to the My Muscle Podcast. Great to have you all here again. We're on to episode number six and I'm delighted to be joined by Circa, owner of SoZen Lifestyle. SoZen Lifestyle is a platform that helps and supports you to becoming a stronger version of yourself through yoga, meditation, breath work and journaling as well and plenty more. If you're interested in learning more about any of these areas, head over to the Instagram page at SoZen Lifestyle. As of today, SoZen Lifestyle has just launched an eight-week Stronger You program. To learn more about this, head over, check out the bio, and don't miss out on the next program that's available. Hope you've enjoyed this episode, and thanks so much again for taking the time to listen. On today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by the very driven and passionate owner of the SoZen Lifestyle, M. Circa. So, Circa, thank you so much for joining me on the episode and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Joey. I'm buzzing, buzzing to be on. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not going to play this down at all. I'm very excited to have you on this episode. Um, I have seen your, your Instagram page and the, the community and the business that you've created spread all over my stories over the last couple of weeks and months. Um, and I love what you're doing. Um, I love seeing what you're doing and it's something that I definitely want to get involved in myself and um, I think it's so important to have that lifestyle and uh, you know I think it's I think now more than ever I think it, it's something that we we understand that we need to have a lifestyle that's helping our well-being and you know focusing on ourselves as a priority so with that being said I'm where did the the journey of the the so Zen lifestyle begin? So I suppose the journey started as it usually does with myself. So I suppose when I came out of chefing, I knew that I wanted to work with people and I wanted to understand, I suppose the other side of food and human behavior and, you know, how, how our relationship is with food and, and the whole nutritional side of it. So I suppose I got the other side of the, the wild industry where we're, in that hot kitchen and the stress and everything. It was great. I really loved it. And I wanted to explore this other side. Like I always had an interest in the different dimensions around food. So that's where it all started. And then it kind of just progressed from there because I had an interest in yoga. I just only recently discovered the practice when I was in India. And I always had an interest in training those last couple of years as well. So like just training the body getting stronger and just improving performance so it was kind of all coming together but I didn't really know where it was going so I knew that for to get into nutrition I had to you know work with bodies and you know understand how to work with people and to coach people so I thought personal training would be the best way to go and go about it so I started with personal training and then I went from there from working in the kitchen in the cafe to uh, working in CSP gym at the time. So yeah, I was working in the gym for a couple of months and I started wondering, okay, where, where do I want to go with this? You know, I really enjoyed the coaching aspect and I wanted to do my yoga teacher training and I was thinking, where should I go to India or should I just stay in Ireland? And then I, ended up injuring myself at the time and I went to physio and she was telling me about this yoga teacher training that's happening in Greystones so I signed up to that 
and you know that's kind of when things started coming together a little bit more and I started studying with MAC Nutrition at the time as well so the nutrition aspect was coming in but at the time yeah I was just kind of looking at everything looking at what I wanted to do what dimensions did I want to bring and it was it was a lot like it was overwhelming I think at the time because I knew inside it was all to do with what I wanted to do but because there was just so much going on you know I yeah it, it, it got a little messy for a while <laughs> but I suppose like you know looking back now you know I know it, it was all meant like for my highest good but I think I really I did struggle at the time you know because you know I hadn't it's funny like you when you go into this scene of like wanting to help people you're not necessarily like all there yourself like I knew that I had a lot of work to do on myself and this was like part of the process as well you know I was also realizing that there was a lot of shit going on in my being that I hadn't been dealing with so yeah and like obviously it, it sounds like um in those couple of minutes it's just there's been a lot going on so I'm sure it's been a very long journey um and like you said dealing with a dealing with shit and wanting to better yourself and you know focus on yourself as a priority with with the dealing with the shit side of things was that something that came from the chefing or is it something that was before that or even after the chefing where did that kind of you know I suppose saying right I need to do something about this I really need to change the way I am and then you know helping and that obviously projecting them to help other people was there a time frame in your life that kind of something said, you know what, things need to change? Or was it more of a, I'm going to try this? Yeah, okay. So I think it all stemmed, this is going back now, I think it all stemmed from being a teenager, you know. I think that is when, you know, the drinking started. I think I started drinking when I was 13. And and just my environment in in growing up, like, I was just all about going out, drinking all the time up until, you know, quite recently. Like it was, this was, this was the problem and it was just kind of building and building and building. And I think, yeah, you know, I moved to Amsterdam when I was 19 and that's more of a party scene as well. And um, I think, yeah, after, after a long time, it was just kind of like building up slowly and, you know, when I feel like in school, we're not really taught how to deal with being a human. Like yeah. we're not taught how to manage our emotions. There's a lot of suppressing going on. There's a lot of like academic focus, but not really focus on, you know, who we are and like what we're really doing here in the world. I think so. It's a very confusing time. And I think it's just kind of piled on from there. So I think for me, yeah, my relationship with drugs and alcohol got very, you know, not, it didn't, it didn't progress very well, <laughs> yeah. like a lot of people. So I think it was roughly about, um, I'm just trying to think of the, of the, of the um, timelines here, but when I came back from Amsterdam, I, I went, oh, sorry, I went traveling for a couple of months after Amsterdam and again it was almost like 
not suppressing it again but it was like oh I was exploring around you know I didn't have to deal with what was going on still I was still like you know looking externally for like the answers almost and still not being like with myself so then when I came back to Ireland and you know I was quite surprised because there was this like massive cocaine scene on the rise in Ireland and it wasn't really like that not not for me anyway in Amsterdam it was more like people were taking ecstasy people were taking acid people were yeah it was just a little bit different but it's still it's drugs nonetheless but I just noticed this huge like everyone was on it when I came back into Ireland so you know I kind of I was at the time when I was kind of shifting from chefing into being a PT and stuff and then I went through like a bad breakup at the time so during that summer you know I went back into the party scene like heavy and at the time I was still studying I was doing my yoga teacher training so it was like almost like it felt like being split in two different worlds like I knew that I wanted to you know become so much healthier and so much like not just in my body, but just dealing with stuff in my mind and getting better mental health. But I was also in this totally other scene where it was just like partying all the time because I didn't want to sit with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand. I was like, yeah. So, and I think I was saying the other day to someone like the lockdown for me was like a definitely a blessing in disguise because I was just like on this little you know mouse wheel just a hamster wheel even and just going going with the motions and I was very very close to a burnout I think I was pretty burnt out like to be honest you know I was doing what two different courses I was working in two different places I was starting my own business and I was partying all the time like I didn't have a good relationship with drink and drugs you know what I mean so there was all this going on and then it was like the day that we heard about the lockdown um, I was like, it was almost like a relief came over me. And it was, it was just like a moment of like spaciousness and a, a moment of like, okay, it's, it's, it's kind of like settling in the dust now, but then also all the shit is going to come up then. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we go into that, it's like, okay, it's all bubbling there. It's all been there for a while. You've been, you know, running away. And, you know, I kind of just stayed in my room for a couple of weeks. I just wanted, it was like, almost like a a healing phase for me. And it's actually kind of when I went through my whole, it was like, I don't know if you've heard like the dark cell of the night. It kind of felt like a little bit like that for me. So it was like, I had my sort of spiritual awakening during that period where I was like, you know, questioning a lot of stuff, a lot of what my you know yoga philosophy teacher was saying started to make sense and I was just it was just it was wild like I was watching um I don't know if you've seen Midnight Gospel before no I haven't Uh, seen it no yeah well this was like it was wild it was like um four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning or something (laughs) like that and I I don't know I I just felt like the urge to go onto Netflix and that this this particular series had just been released. It was 420. Um, he totally did that on purpose. Like it was <laughs> it was the same date as well. And um it was it's made by Duncan Trussell. So um anyway, I watched the whole series and it was it's a cartoon, like it's it's uh, it's an illustration, it's animation, and 
it just went through like this whole journey of like um I mean the first episode he talks about drugs and you know people's relationship with drugs it's not actually the drug itself it's you know it's our relationship with with you know abusing and addiction and everything like that and then he kind of goes into this like talking about different um philosophies or different religions around the world what it all means but yeah for me that was just like it was just a moment of clarity just watching this like uh cartoon and I was like wow it's all making yeah it's like it's all making sense now so I even emailed my um my philosophy teacher I was like okay it's it's making sense now it's all making sense now what yoga is what it all means and you know she actually she was she said she messaged me back and she said comes into your consciousness at the right time you know so yeah. yeah I think for me it was just such a it was such a wild time I think coming before lockdown and then coming into lockdown and then just kind of this whole like awakening journey for me you know I thought I sort of had it all figured out beforehand but I just didn't at all and like it's been even since then this is like a year ago almost now and you know I started speaking to someone about everything and really working on myself a lot more really like sitting down and seeing like what are my values and like is this the way that I'm living right now and it wasn't you know I was I wanted this certain way of being and like you know my life wasn't matching that if that makes sense so yeah that's that's where I ended up yeah it's um look it's I think it's been a roller coaster obviously and uh you know I think we all go through some sort of um toxic and you know environments and situations with you know drugs and alcohol I think um I suppose in Ireland it's just it is a massive thing like you said you came back and like everybody's doing it and I think it's it is getting that way that unfortunately it's getting younger and younger um I don't know if it's because they're seeing other people doing it or is it coming from the pressure of maybe society and people have to 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 do so well like for me you know coming out of school I didn't know what I wanted to do um and I seen other people around me you know kind of doing things that they really enjoy or in college and stuff like this and I kind of felt like a failure from the from the get-go like the minute I came out of school I kind of felt like you know I, I failed already people are you know doing college and I don't know what I want to do um but when you're saying that about in school we don't we're not taught about you know ourselves and our emotions um I love the way you touched on that because I think like I'm 26 now and I'm only learning now I'm, I'm only learning now and I've been through so much and I think it's a it, I think it's so important to have workshops or practices like that in school. I think it's so, so important, whether it's meditation or whether it's yoga, and be able to introduce that. When are you saying, talking about the, the lockdown, so many people have benefited from the lockdown, but so many people haven't. And I think it's because people are not going as fast paced, you know, and they've kind of taken that a uh, taking that time to realize you know what is it that I want to do you know what is it that that really makes me happy and that I enjoy and that's obviously something that has happened to yourself Um, again it's it's happened to me as well you know some people unfortunately have been affected by the, the lockdown but I think it is just about you know putting a pause on things you know you're you're here to enjoy life and make a life for yourself you need to put your the brakes on and just say you know what is it that I want to do what is it that makes me actually happy and do it for yourself 
when you look at the the personal training side of things um did you know at the time when you're doing the personal training that it was it was going to go into like the spirituality kind of thing and was that kind of the avenue that you went or was it just i wanted to do personal training and then it just you kind of fell into the pattern of you know well there's a lot more to this than just food yeah yeah well yeah it's, that's an interesting question because like I suppose I at the time right it was food but it was also like learning about the body and how how we work how we function and I kind of I suppose the deeper you go with like coaching and working with people the, the deeper you see that or sorry the the more you see that humans are so complex and that it's not just like here's your plan or here's your training plan here's what we're going to do off you go now of course that happens but it's generally not how it goes you know there's there's so much more to it and I suppose the spirituality aspect came in when I started to realize this that there's you know I think like I think you mentioned earlier when you kind of project onto other people like when you're not doing well yourself you're kind of I suppose not yeah not really seeing the bigger picture because you haven't you haven't got to know yourself just yet properly so when you're understanding you know these different dimensions of yourself and how we work and you know it's not all just it's not just black and white you start to see it in in kind of everyone as well and you're like well wow we're all we're all a bit mad aren't we like (laughs) (laughs) we're all a bit wild (laughs) so how do how do we how do we work with this you know what I mean are we just and you can see it in the whole world, like how, you know, how mad, like a lot of stuff is like, it's, it's wild. It's, it's beautiful, but it's, it's crazy. And it's, there's, you know, people would say there's good and evil, but like, I think you, you got to find the peace within yourself or else you're going to be like a product of your environment. Right. So, you know, tossed around finding external release through drugs, alcohol, shopping, your phone, and like we're still, you know, guilty of like little things. We don't realize what our addictions are, but I think we have to come back to those deeper parts of ourselves to, you know, navigate through life, to find that joy again, to find that peace again. Like if you look at children, like they're like the perfect I like yeah. example of living like in the moment, living in presence, living joyfully and not, you know, caring what other people think. So I think it's um yeah, I just find that really interesting as well. I've kind of been looking at that lately too. And like one of the things that I really want to do is is to bring yoga into schools, like primary schools and secondary schools, especially understanding how it's in secondary school that they're the most for me it was the most turmoil time. You know, so much happening. And then you're also put in this kind of box for like eight hours a day. And I know people enjoyed school, but I personally didn't enjoy school that much. That there was just, yeah, there was just a lot going on that I I didn't understand what was going on, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, you're, you're told, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you're told like to do a certain thing, to learn a certain thing. And I felt like my passion for like all of these subjects that I have such an interest in now, like I have such an interest in history and, um, the different different languages and everything but at the time I think it just felt really forced on and I and I didn't I didn't learn how to be a critical thinker either so I just didn't have an interest so I was like this is what you have to know this is what you have to learn 
therefore like it just pushed me further away from actually wanting to deep um to, to dive deeper into into education a lot more so and my thirst for knowledge has only come i'd say in the last couple of years as well like wanting to read more wanting just to learn about different cultures and yeah i think educate yourself more on it yeah um and that's amazing that you want to you want to bring that into schools i think you should like like you should definitely do it because i think it's so important i really do um i think people need to learn about um finding themselves and um you know what's important their inner peace and like a lot of life is spent on external validation like a lot of life is you know materialistic things and like you said the addiction with shopping or drugs or whatever it might be um, and i think that's that's obviously something that uh you've kind of came to realize over the last couple of years with doing what you're doing and your spirituality in terms of the the sozen lifestyle um with the yoga is is it like yoga for everyone do you believe or do you, do you feel that it is or what are the main benefits of yoga yeah absolutely i think the i suppose i think the message of yoga has gotten lost a lot of the time because for me, when I first um, um, saw what I thought yoga was, was very surface level. Like I, you know, I'd see it on Instagram. I thought it was like, you know, really flexible people, <laughs> you know, doing mad stuff. And <laughs> it's just not that at all. Like there's, so, there's, so, there, it's not that at all. And of course, there's, there's a practice towards it that involves, you know, you know different kinds of movement and and breathing but it's it's what you do with those practices that is yoga what happens when you do those practices that is yoga so it's it's not actually something that you do like yoga is something that you become like it it's not an act it's like a quality right so if you cultivate you know your body your mind your emotions energies to like a certain level of of maturity i suppose um like a certain quality like comes up into you and like that's that's what yoga is like I suppose another way of looking at it is um like what what we perceive God to be or what people perceive God to be like it was always maybe sort of a separate thing right yeah. but like you know Einstein called it energy you know we call it God or you call it God or whoever but it's it's the same thing just being expressed in like two different ways and um like I think with with science like it's just mathematically been like deduced to that but they've not experienced that so like someone who just believes it hasn't experienced somebody just tells the person right so it's like an experiential process um and yoga means like union so you're you're you know bringing all these energies into into one dimension essentially if that makes sense yeah, absolutely absolutely I've um I've done a couple of yoga sessions before and I'm again the reason I wanted to ask you that is because I have done yoga but never knew why I was doing yoga but I knew it felt good so that's <laughs> that's yeah. that's kind of one of the things I'm you know if, if I hear something's good or something's you know going to help you with your your well-being or your personal development I'll try it um, but I might not know why I'm trying it but it made me feel good and that's that's kind of why I wanted to ask you was it for everybody and that and that makes absolute sense and then with the meditation side of things, how does meditation complement yoga um, in that aspect? 
Yeah, so like there's like yoga is like, um, I suppose meditation is like one branch of yoga. So there would be like the, I suppose the moral principles, which would be the first two kind of aspects of yoga. Then there's the asana, the posture practice. Maybe that's maybe what you were talking about before, like the movement kind of practice. Yeah. There is um, the pranayama, the, the breathing practice of it. Um, and then there's the meditation and the union essentially part of it so the meditation is like the the focusing aspect of it so we kind of work through these different branches of yoga to eventually reach a state of meditation and it just happens sort of naturally because I don't know if you've tried before like just kind of sitting there and you're like oh there's a lot going on here (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely definitely yeah so that's why all of those other parts of yoga are so important so that when you go to sit for meditation it just happens naturally you know I think we kind of jump jump the gun a little bit when we just we're we're straight away sitting there and it's like the mind just starts bracing and stuff so we use like these other practices to be able to reach that state of meditation so like the movement there's all these and they come together so like a part of the practice of the asana practice is can become like a movement meditation so because you're aware of the sequence over time you start to learn the different postures you start to learn how to cultivate the breath while you move through the different postures it becomes like this movement meditation and like I could compare it to like when you're at a concert or something where you're at a party and you're dancing I feel like it's a similar it's a similar feeling it's a similar experience you're so you're in it you're present you know it's, it's like this movement movement meditation yeah yeah just in the flow um I actually had done one of the meditations workshops that you had um with Maraid and oh yeah it was honestly, that was actually my first time doing meditation. Well, it was my first time doing like a group setting meditation or like a one-to-one um, setting rather than an app. And honestly, it was just the best. It was the most relaxed I've ever been. Like, honestly, the most relaxed I've ever been because I have the busiest mind ever. Like, I'm constantly, my mind is constantly racing. And I kind of would say to myself, almost like, my mind's so busy that meditation's not for me. I can't do it. I can't sit still. So mm-hmm. when I actually done it and I, you know, got in tune with it, it was it was such a good feeling. With the Sozen lifestyle, what is the the variety of um, programs that you do, workshops that you're doing at the moment? Um, I've seen your your Instagram page, and I'm honestly looking through. And I'm like, I wish I was that relaxed. <laughs> looking at all the the pictures and the, um, it just it's so zen. It looks just so relaxing um, and. <laughs> You know, it's, it really does. I'm just like, oh, I, I see you doing it, you know, out in, in nature. I'm just like, you know, I want to be that relaxed. Um, but yeah, what 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 kind of workshops and program? Well, I don't know if you want to call them workshops, but programs and and a variety of um, things that you have on offer for people to be able to, you know, visit and and try out. Yeah. Well, well, firstly, to to your comment about me being so zen, like it's not. I, it's not always like this you know what I mean like it, it definitely is and that's why a part of what I, I kind of teach or kind of guide people on is is really like that daily practice is so important like you said you know taking the five minutes out of your day to do whatever it whatever practices you do is so so important because we it, we can definitely fall back into old patterns 
very quickly if we if we don't kind of take care of our bodies and take care of our, our whole being I think it's and that's why I do promote it so much like this kind of you know taking slowing down and just taking the moments because you know I notice on the days that I don't you know you fall back into just you know that stressed out and like wanting to just scroll on my phone and like distract myself and it's yeah but anyway that's really important I just wanted to add that but yeah at the moment um the programs that I I have at the moment so I have I'm running a stronger you program again so I think that's the one that you were a part of the last time so that was like an eight-week program and there was meditation in it as well there was movement and um you know I did like we we gathered on on zoom every week and I kind of talked about a little bit more about yoga philosophy and um we did a practice together breathwork practice and meditation and it was amazing and, and and the only thing that was missing from this program was the training aspect because it's it's really important to me so and again that was kind of when I was still bringing the, everything together into like you know an offering right so I it was my clients really that were showing me the way because I was already working with them in this exact way you know I would give them their training program we'd have a nutrition plan and we'd have a yoga practice as well and a journaling practice and then you know it was kind of them that were like well why don't you have something that is like offering this as well and I was like yeah so now I have the Stronger You 2.0 which is coming out um, one day a week um I'm really excited about this. So this is an eight-week program again. It's it's a similar, um, I suppose, structure. I have, um, it's just training now is, is a part of it as well. So, um, yeah. So I have um, I have a couple of really cool people coming on to talk about breath work as well and breath science and yoga. So, at the moment, I have um, I don't know if you know Ronan O'Brien. He's yeah, he, he teaches his yeah yeah he teaches breath wave every wednesday it's 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 amazing um i have um another woman coming on kathy scanlon she's a neuroscientist from dublin and she does her breath yeah breath workshops as well my teacher who i was speaking about earlier my philosophy teacher from yoga who i'm currently uh, studying vedic astrology with she's going to come on and um speak about yoga so I'm really excited. I think it's going to be, it's going to be buzz. And I I want to put together like, I suppose a program too, for people who want to learn more about breath work and the science around breath work and, and yoga and just kind of bring it all together. So it's kind of two things I'm working on. The stronger you is the group coaching aspect. So that'll have like weekly check-ins as well, the community and, and everything like that. And then the breath work stuff is, is, is going to be like a program in itself too amazing that sounds very very exciting and there's obviously a lot in it as well um a lot of variety with the uh with that's when's i started the te- is it the 10th of may it's the the 18th i think the 17th it's a week from monday monday week monday week perfect yeah and are you fully booked yet no i am and i still have a couple of spaces left so right. i haven't um i have put the launch out there but i suppose this weekend is kind of like the build up and I have my website almost ready. So yeah, I'm both unreal. unreal, exciting stuff. Well, I wish you all the best with it. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to get involved with it myself. Um, you, you have me sold, but, uh, in terms of the breadwork, the, you know, the breadwork is, um, do you have any 
simple breath works that you know that people can do in the morning um or the evening or is there is there a preferred time to do it i suppose with with breath work it's again so uneducated on this stuff and i'm not going to claim to know anything about it but i do certain types of breathing practices um that you can do on your own with no no uh, earphones or nothing no phone you can just do it by yourself is there any ones that you do um that are simple that maybe someone can try you know first thing in the morning yeah i mean i suppose um the the moment i discovered like the power of breath work i think again was was during that lockdown um wake up call <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and um call, yeah. I tried <laughs> yeah I tried the the tumo breathing so you know the breathing that Wim Hof talks about and it was like yeah and it was almost this realization like I the experience that I've only kind of had through maybe taking balloons before and <laughs> like going to different states of consciousness but it was completely natural and I was just I was mind blown and I, I was yeah, I was, I need to learn more about this. And I think that's where it all started so about a year ago. Um, and I also would have done some breathing practices with my yoga teacher too. So yeah, I think the best way to start is to really see how you're breathing first, because I think we can just jump straight into it. And if we're not even, you know, breathing properly to begin with, then we just need to look at these different dimensions. So I think like lying down and just seeing like where you're breathing into, into your chest or into your belly. And we want to be cultivating that diaphragmatic breath. So it's, it's a lot of us aren't breathing that way. And I actually learned about that through working with pre and postnatal clients um, and the importance of connecting the pelvic floor for men and women like to breathe fully. And this is also part of the yoga practice too, because not to go too far into this again, but like, the when we breathe and in our practice we bring the bandhas into it so these are like the interlocks of the body but they're like energies but we essentially connect the pelvic floor and the diaphragm and like it's just different language i suppose for the same thing um except yoga is speaking more about an energy and like physically that's what we're doing as well so there's all these different parts of I suppose different dimensions of breathing properly and I think if we just look at that so I think if people were to practice core connection breathing is a really great place to start so really slow breathing connecting the pelvic floor connecting the using the diaphragm and the muscles there is a great way to start and then yeah moving into like tumor breathing moving into alternate nostril breathing which is great box breathing is another one and the really simple one that I just uh, read yesterday was found is so interesting was it's just five and a half seconds inhale and five and a half seconds exhale and yeah. just counting that and there's a reason there's a reason behind the the numbers and as well um like in every i suppose culture every religion um and even like buddhism christianity like there's they have their own hymns for like that that length of time and the ohm as well is, is done for five and a half seconds. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's so interesting. I'm still reading about it, but yeah, it's very interesting. But that is somewhere to start. <laughs> There's probably loads of different yeah, yeah. things there. <laughs> no, absolutely. More the better. Um, I've done the, the, 
the box breeding, I, I kind of do that quite often. Um, again, it's nice, simple, um, nice and simple. And then Wim Hof, I yeah. literally, literally just finished his book this week. He's he's just phenomenal. Um, that the breeding, um, that he does the, the forty breaths that when you're lying down, it's just it's amazing. For you. It just kind of yeah. lightens you up for the whole day. Um, yeah, no, look, it's yeah. it's it obviously. I, I think a lot of us, well, you know, we don't we don't actually people don't think about breeding the way you know, you, you might think about breeding and it's so powerful and it's so effective. And especially for me, I suffer with anxiety. So my breeding is all over the place. So taking that time mm. to, to do breeding practice and learning more about it is just so valuable. And I think looking into it and people learning more about these things, which you're doing with your business, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Obviously, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow. I'm sure it's going to be go massive in terms of what your what your capabilities are uh, it's obviously started very well you're clearly very passionate about it in terms of people that want to sign up for your programs where is the best place to find you um, for that so at the moment on instagram or facebook um, there's through the link there's a sign up form you can message me directly through that you can contact me southsendlifestyle at gmail.com or if there are people listening to this in a week, I'll have a website up and running so you can contact me on sozenlifestyle.com. So Unreal. fingers crossed, Unreal. that's all up and running by then. Big things, big things. <laughs> Congrats. No, that's, a, that's amazing. And obviously, look, you're putting the work in it. You're, you're passionate about it. You're very driven. Um, and like you said, you've done 101 things at, at once, but look, it's paying off for you. And it's, uh, it's been a pleasure for me having you on. Um, I was very excited about having you on this episode. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on um, that is coming up or anything else you wanted to touch on before we finish up? I'm just really grateful for you to have me on, Joe. I really appreciate you having me on and having the chat. I think it's, I think what you're doing is really cool. And I think podcasts are really amazing. I'd love to start one eventually myself because I think it's so important to just have these conversations and you know unfiltered and um I think a lot of people resonate with a lot of different things that you that you'll be talking about or have spoken about so yeah I think it's really great so thanks so much for for having me today You're more than welcome my pleasure and, and that's the kind of the one of the reasons why I set up the podcast was I set up the Instagram page obviously um from my own experiences to help people get to where I am now by all means I'm not 100% I'll never claim to be I don't think anyone ever will be but I've definitely came through dark times when I had no self-belief didn't love myself and um, no self-love at all and you know now I have the belief that I can I can achieve anything if I put my mind to it and I think it's so powerful so that's kind of the message I'm trying to get across having yourself on is obviously the lifestyle that you're doing and you know promoting is is brilliant and I think it's something that people should really really get involved in and the podcast, people don't have to look at my videos. They can, you know, tune in and, and listen um, and, and gain something from it and give people a voice and learn from each other and learn from each other's uh, experiences. So thanks again for coming on. I'll put the links for your website and your uh, Instagram page in the bio. But Circa, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much, Joey. As always, I'm so grateful for anybody that has taken the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate every single person that has taken time to listen to any of my episodes. I hope you've enjoyed this one. And if you could subscribe to the podcast and maybe even share it on your stories or social media as well, that would be amazing.